Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Good evening. Welcome, ladies, <laughs> gentlemen, and diddlers. To oh. The most prestigious event on the Cultaholic calendar. The first ever culties. Yeah. Or diddlies. Okay, well, okay. To be confirmed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is slang for, we wanted to be the diddlies, but uh, our PR person, Pacini, <laughs> says, no, you idiot. Um, do you want to explain the format? I would love to explain Go the on. format. Set up guy, Jack. Cheers. Uh, obviously wearing my best gear, as are yourself and Ross. Yeah. These two fine, outstanding gentlemen are going to list their... Entries. <laughs> Tell me while I remember the word there. For the awards, there are 10 of them, and I will be the decider. I'll be Judge Rinder and Executioner today, and I'll be using the yellow submarine figure, especially this stolen is, from uh, Pachiti's desk. A diddly statue, or a culty statue. A diddly statue. statue. <laughs> yeah, yes, or a culty statue. <laughs> Everybody at the age of 35 is like, it's not me. <laughs> so obviously, if Ross wins, then it, the submarine will come that way. And if Mr. Jack wins... It'll come that way. Lovely. Nice and simple, right? So essentially we've taken 10 of Dave Meltzer's awards and we're going to tell him who he should vote for. Right. That's what we're doing here. That's right. It's not just the Observer. These are categories that you'll find on any oh, yeah. reputable wrestling news or website. It'll be fine. Yes, all of them. All Well, yeah, all of them. I love end of year stuff. We all Gets me do. all excited. Yeah, yeah. Nothing creates more uh, disagreement <laughs> and pointless Twitter feuds uh, than the end of your award. I love boiling down a very subjective art like wrestling to just facts and analysis. Just Yeah. Numbers. Nothing else happened apart from this. Yeah. So, without further ado, Ross, you may go first with first category of the Diddler Culties. <laughs> Most underrated. Who did you pick for that? Uh, well, I should say before this, we're doing the wrestling world, but my watching of wrestling outside of WWE is limited. That's so every one of my picks is from WWE. The only other main sort of major show I watch outside of, and it's only been the past two years, is uh, Wrestle Kingdom. I've watched the last two in full. But outside of that, when I'm not working, I like to step away from wrestling. So I just need to say that before we get going. But my underrated man of the year, or wrestler of the year, is a man called Chad Gable. Oh, Painful it is. I know recently he's won the Raw Tag Team Championships, but that's just a team thrown together for comedy ha-has, isn't it? For some reason he was captivated by Bobby Roode, despite the fact Bobby Roode's done now for months, which I never got up to start with. I have a lovely finisher, which is nice, but still, I think he's, he's, he's the second coming of Kurt Angle. He's got that thing about him in wrestling where he just gets the funny side of it. I remember back in NXT when he first teamed with Jason Jordan. If it wasn't for that team, Jordan wouldn't be where he is now. 
Gable Gable. Or injured. <laughs> C- C- coming off a push and uh, yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, Gable, Gable gave him a character because he under- he got wrestling, if that makes any sense. And then he gave that to Jordan. And he's obviously a fantastic wrestler and he should be used a lot more. Legitimate background, good looking man, lovely snazzy headbands. What, what's the not like? He's got a bit of the Daniel Bryans about him as well. Yeah, little underdog. People like him, don't they? Can't help but not like him. Was it you who really enjoyed when they were like, where's Sami Zayn? Is he in there? And he went, oh, Sammy Wow Wow. Oh, Sammy Wow Wow. <laughs> forgot about that. I forgot about Wow. Well, yeah, I'd love to know shot, what that man. means. Sammy yeah. Wow Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, my nomination is Chad Chadwood Gable. Ooh, that's a good guess. Guess. Mm. Right. Who, my, do you, who do you guess? My guess is um, an Evolve wrestler called Darby Allen. Oh, I've really? I've taken a bit oh. of a different angle because obviously Ross has gone for underrated in the underappreciated sense. I don't think Darby Allen's underappreciated by Evolve. They've given him title shots and all that sort of thing. I just think in the wider wrestling world, more people should know about Darby Allen. So that's that's the reason mm. I've gone for him. He's a he's a, a emo <laughs> kid. How else would you describe? Mm. He wears he wears I face guess. paint. Yeah. He just is good at the. He's not like Chad Gable in that he doesn't really get the funny side of wrestling, but he takes it. Yeah. He gets very serious. I think he had a title match against Zack Sabre Jr. this year and tattooed the word champ under his lip and lost. <laughs> so that's dedication. Um, yeah, for he, those the, Darby Allen's the man who allowed himself to be put in a body bag and then Gorilla Press slammed out the ring yeah, by he's, ego Ethan Page. <clears throat> he's a bit silly. He's a bit of a silly man. But I think when he's in front of the right audience or with the right opponent, He's sort of captivating in a in an underdog babyface way, but also like like Jimmy Havoc when he's a babyface, you're like, oh, this person's crazy. They're gonna do something stupid, but I want them to win. Mm. But yeah. Like a Mick Foley back in the day. Yeah, like a skinny small Mick Foley. That's the yes. thing. The, everyone knows that NXT and Evolve are sort of linked a little bit, well, more than a little bit. But um, I don't know if Darby Allen will be one of the ones that they call up to like NXT because of his size. He's sort of small and skinny, and I don't know. And I think that's only in Evolve. So next to people in WWE, he's gonna look. Really small. Hmm. Well, I don't know. But I think he's t- talented enough, definitely. Oh, those are two very good submissions there. I mean, obviously, you picked them based on yourselves. You obviously picked Chad Gable because he's very good. He's charismatic. He's underappreciated. And you picked Darby Allen because he's small and skinny. Um, so I have to think about that. In terms of underrated, yes, you can see Chad Gable doing other things that he's currently doing and doing them very well. We have Darby Allen. Hmm. Under. I oh, know, he was at Bowler this year. Yeah, he That's was. pretty much the indie WrestleMania nowadays. Yeah, if true. you're North American. Yeah. Or PCO. So I'm gonna have to do it for the upvotes and pick Mr. Chad Gable. For the upvote? Yes. Whoa. What's all about? Is it? Point the submarine. Is it not? I'm waiting. Oh, for uh, it. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Ooh, hey. I can feel it. <laughs> I can feel it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> down boy, down. <laughs> so the Coldy for most underrated goes to Chad Gable. Chad Gable, the, the first the first recipient. Of a diddly. Ch- Chaddy Wow Wow. Chaddy Wow Wow. Let Chaddy Wow Wow know he's got a culty slash diddly. For people who like understand English, just go into this go, what? what? Chaddy Wow Wow. You know what? It was uh, Maria Canellis asked him, wasn't he? Where's, where's Sammy Zayn? He goes, oh, Sammy Wow Wow. <laughs> what do you know? Somebody let us know in the comments below. Yeah. They must know the backstage scoop. Everyone knows. And if you don't tell us, Chad, we'll give it to Darby Allen, all right? <laughs> Near pressure. <laughs> Diddly Wow Wow number two, most improved of the year. Let's change and have you start off, Jack. I've gone for uh, Carmella. I think that she was always charismatic. She always had that part of her game down. 
She was always, I mean, when you're in a stable with Enzo Amore and Big Cass and you're still managing to get yourself across, you can still talk, get a word in edgeways over Enzo Amore. You know, you're doing something right. Um, but I think this year she really started to show that she's actually grown as an in-ring wrestler as well, a performer. Um, I think she was excellent in the Money in the Bank ladder match uh, last year, okay. and that was the first inkling of what she could do. But this year, I think the match where I realized that she'd improved loads was... Um, her, Becky, and Charlotte in the triple threat, I think, she did, like, an excellent suicide dive at one point. I was like, wow, she's nimble, and she really held her own against two, like, actual top-level wrestlers. I was like, Carmella's doing really well for herself, and who would have thought, back in NXT, that the one of the three that would be the biggest today would be, well, Carmella, not, not Enzo Moore. They're still employed of the three, yes. Yes, yes. So, uh, yeah, my mm. nomination is is the princess of Staten Island. I thought I'm going to go for the room of our truth which is the, the best she's been. And that, and that. The, the downside is that her feud with Asuka was annoying because Ellsworth kept getting involved and because it made Asuka look silly. But uh, Cashin was good at the start of it. Uh, it was an exciting moment. I think it was the Smackdown after WrestleMania. And the R-Truth stuff's been really entertaining on like the undercard. So yeah, Carmella. Okay. Interesting choice. Mm. <laughs> <Perhaps>. <laughs> you say that. You need to hear me out on this one. Give us a second. Mine's Baron Corbin. Okay. Cast your mind back. Is this, is this evolves Baron Corbin? No. <laughs> Cast your mind back to a year ago. Um, every single Baron Corbin promo was the same cadence, the same length, the same structure. Hello, I am Baron Corbin, and I will hurt you. But now he can talk for fifteen minutes. You still get bored, but at least he's got a different cadence, and he can actually talk for fifteen minutes. And you, you know, <laughs> well, it's really a long way. Miss. It's a long way to go. He, it's hard. You need to go back and watch them a year, a year, year and a half, two years ago compared to now. It's chalk and cheese night and day. Obviously, aesthetically, the bald head is a lot better as well. That has improved tenfold. And in ring as well, he recently had a good match with Seth Rollins on Raw. He was just, obviously, at the start of NXT, he couldn't do anything but a three-second squash match, could he? That's all he could do. But now he can do good long broadways. Not broadways, but you know what I mean. Spangly lights. Hello, my honey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not true. You're forgetting you had that two-star match of Austin Aries. Time, so. <laughs> well, those are two very interesting picks for <laughs> most improved. Jesus. Um, Corbin most improved. Maybe before his run as GM, yes. After that, absolutely not. It's not his fault he was booked in 12 segments tonight as well. I should add that. That was, uh, mo- that was okay. part, of, part of his downfall. Yeah, but even you trying to present this... Even you have all your people, abilities. People at home are going, How, what's he saying? Comments, downvotes. <laughs> just, just you saying there straight away, yeah, he's still boring. <laughs> <laughs> That's only because you see him for so much. If it were just, you know, one segment, you'd recognise a difference. Absolutely, but yes. No. But as every uh, Twitter journalist who's trying to get employed by W says, it's very hard to write good TV 52 weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, uh, Carmella by default. Right, excellent. Uh, because, great. Yes, well because, done, Carmella, mate. I mean, Carmella, our truth team, they are very entertaining. They're, and I'm sure... Oh, sorry. I'm sure if she was there every segment on SmackDown, I'd hate her. But yeah, that's obviously... So, 1-1 one, one so far. Round three. Fight. Most, <laughs> <laughs> most charismatic of the year. Mm. Oh, that's a tough... Choices here. Ross, what Velvet, have you got for us? Velvetine Drive, as the Mackhams would say. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Velvetine um, Drive. Who's Kaiser Day? Where's Kaiser Day's guy? Nobody gets that at home. Why am I saying? I like you for it. Yeah, just look at the man. Watch the man. Just watch anything he does. Every, every single thing he does is fantastically charismatic. The, the clothing. 
while I don't think he'll work on the main roster, it's one of those, you know, hard, no, I think he's a bit like the Revival in that the Revival's gimmick is very hardcore-centric. You need to know about, mm. about wrestling to appreciate it. Him having stuff like call me up Vince on his arse, your little 10-year-old Jimmy's not going to get that, is he? That's why I don't think that'll work on the main roster. And the references to Hogan and stuff like that, but still, we enjoy them, don't we? So, you know, screw the 10-year-old kids. He's very charismatic, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Jack, what have you got? Mine's um, Becky Lynch. Because I've not seen a wrestler in a long time. Oof. Are you alright? I'm just having to think. To, yeah, sorry, I'm already thinking my head. Two good picks, isn't it? Yeah. Because oh. um, I think that when she turned heel, even though everyone didn't want it to be heel, she was cutting some of the most charismatic promos I've seen in a long time, especially on the main roster. Um, and she had that iconic charisma. Is not obviously not just Mike skills. The whole mm. beat down when Nia Jax broke her face. I think that'll go down as like an iconic moment in Becky's career when she stood in the crowd, blood streaming down, and she's just yep. like. Oh yeah, then not in that accent, and yeah, I just think she's got, um, she's got it. She was one of those wrestlers that everyone could sort of tell that she was charismatic when she was a babyface, but it's hard to be cool and a babyface in WWE in 2018. So when she turned heel and could just unleash everything and do like those funny tweets, I just thought, wow, she's got just something about her. She just gets it, like Velveteen Dream does as well. So it's difficult. Man, that mm. is, yeah, yeah. It's like the bit in the Bible, we have to cut the baby in half. I should say, by the <laughs> way, before people start jumping on us, I'm not writing off Velveteen Dream's main roster prospects entirely. It's just that little, you know, the in-jokes. I don't think they all work on the main roster. Just to cover mm. my arse, you know? Don't want people stabbing me in the arse, which I is think, like, the most painful thing, isn't it? If, if he tweaks his character sure, slightly, but... and he keeps all the flamboyance and everything, yeah, yeah. then he can. he's easily good enough to do really well. Yeah. Yeah, yes, he is. Yes. He owns a room, paints the town red, kicks up his heels. <laughs> 50 song lyrics. <laughs> Wow, Great I'm... pause of fire. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Velveteen Dream. Man, that is tough. Um, I'm going to have to go right now with Becky Lynch because her charisma has enabled her not just to succeed with her career to get the women's title, but to start headlining mm. main roster shows and super shows. Potentially like WrestleMania. Potentially WrestleMania. So because of that, just, just pip to the post. By a nose, it's Becky Lynch. But it is. So look, it's like, oh, it's going to spin at you it first and then go back. <laughs> so yeah it's 2-1 so far but hey two good choices though cheers number four best Rocky best non-wrestler of the year is it me first this time a very ambiguous title Jack yeah it's ambiguous best non-wrestler well Ross did specify to me before we did this This can, so this can be like but Big Dave does it and in brackets with his it says including commentators oh right okay I think I've just made oh, that I up. thought I thought you just no, thought, one no one reads it anyway. Me, so you yeah. say, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, so this can be like authority figures. Any anybody who doesn't wrestle. Right. Okay. Um, I've gone for well, he's a former wrestler. Is that all right? He doesn't wrestle anymore. I guess what, so. What, what he's does he do now? He's a GM of NXT. Oh, it's William go. Regal. <laughs> oh, okay. There we go. Um, I think that William Regal's the best authority figure in in any sort of under the WWE banner at the minute because a lot of a lot of authority figures are infuriating and and they've sort of characterized the past decade or two of of wrestling as just a heel authority figure getting in the way and stuff like that and you get good ones i thought Vicky Guerrero was good and you know but i think it's nice to have a, a down the middle neutral gm who's like a force for justice and that and it's always good when it's william regal because he's like hilarious when he when he has to be he's serious when he has to be he's intense when he has to be and just my reaction when I watch NXT and there's an authority figure segment, I'm like, ooh, what's going to happen? What's this going to be? Whereas my reaction when there's an authority segment on Raw or SmackDown is like, oh, Shane, you're not the best in the world. <laughs> Give her. So mine's William Regal. Oh, 
choice. Well, I mean, Ross, he's, he's stacking the high here. Come on. <laughs> Mine's Mauro Ronaldo. Mm. Just go and get on YouTube and watch those videos where the camera is here <laughs> yeah. looking up at them. They uploaded one. We're sat here on a Thursday. What date is it today? December the 20, 20th. They uploaded one today. Go and watch that one. There's a brand new one out. Just go and watch them. That's all I need to say. I like the one where oh. Champa gets thrown into his lap. Doesn't even say a word, just makes a noise. He was also the commentator for Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder, yeah. and he wrote off Tyson Fury. <laughs> <laughs> he's done it. He's beaten. He's, no. he's a good boxing commentator as well. To be fair, yeah, I like him. Yeah, I should know. Yeah, he's a good commentator as well. Uh, has a very unbelievable documentary. I love his documentary. Yeah, I had no by, idea he'd by be doing wrestling for. What, since he was 10? Like in the 80s, he started. He was a heel manager to really? start off with, yeah. Wow. Up in Canada. Um, just a little dick he was with a <laughs> with a, a bit mullet going on. Very inte- very entertaining. I've had a can before this and I regret it already. I can tell. <laughs> Fire. Man. So it's the NXT round here for the best non-wrestler. Hmm. I'm going to have to say Regal. God, because it's becoming a bit of a rout. Just, I'm sorry. <laughs> just because it's, well, for one, it's regal. Two, he does more than just commentate, as you said. Uh, all Quite the other GMs. Um, yes, more than just commentate. Yes, I said that right. Uh, more than just do the GM stuff. And obviously, he should win this because he's the only GM currently employed. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, yeah, he can make a feud, he can help a wrestler, he doesn't overpower them like Stephanie McMahon does whenever there's women around. Um, so, yeah, going to go with him because he does more. Sorry. Fix this. <laughs> anyway, mamma mia! Oh, Cheers. Moving swiftly on to round number five, best gimmick of the year. <laughs> Gimmicks, eh? Is it me first? Mm. Jesus Christ. I've gone for Becky Lynch in this one. As the man slash Twitter savage. Um, yeah, although yeah. there's one problem this week on SmackDown, I thought they had the perfect opportunity to proper cement her position as like the the next big thing, you know, the next top dog, if you will. Vince McMahon said to her right to her face, "Just you know, get over the loss," and she just stood there going, "What?" <laughs> that did my head in. But apart from that, what can you say? I mean, what do you need to say? Just good, isn't she? She's yeah, very good. Yep. <laughs> she says the right things yep. all the time. She comes up with stuff you never thought she could come up with. Like yesterday on Twitter. I'm time, time stamping this podcast awfully, aren't I? Um, the, the comment around Ronda Rousey about getting kicked in the face and being a weirdo. Unbelievable. <laughs> you little weirdo. <laughs> you little weirdo, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I, I don't know what more I need to say. Everyone knows how good Becky Lynch is. Yep. Yeah. It's a weird one. I guess it's a bit weird to say as a gimmick because she's just being here with a volume total at 11. That's that's the best gimmicks they say, isn't it? So I've just talked myself into it again. Yeah. That, enough said. There you Absolutely, go. <laughs> thank you. Although Jack. I interviewed Adam Cole once and he told me that's not his theory that he subscribes to because he's a lovely bloke and he plays a dick. That's fair. He didn't say, I'm a lovely bloke. He just said, like, I don't turn the volume up. Mine is... Uh, <laughs> Adam Cole? No, oh. it, tragically, and this is really bad, mine's Velveteen Dream. <laughs> so we're going for different oh. ones. Wait, 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 different categories, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, How do you describe... Velveteen Dream's gimmick to someone who hasn't watched him before? Uh, purple alien prince. Pur- purple alien prince. Pop. Yeah, pop. Yeah, pop. There you go, pop. It's complete pop. Um, I don't know. Purple alien prince, smarky, hilarious, flamboyant, wrestle man. That's his gimmick. There we go. I've got one for <clears> you. <throat> How would you describe Ember Moon's gimmick if someone asked you? 
Asuka's friend that she no longer talks to. <laughs> Why does her eyes change colour? That's my question. <clears throat> Sometimes they're red. It's like Sasha Banks has that thing where if she's happy when she comes to the ring, she's going to win. And if she's unhappy, she's losing. If Ember's Moons are red, she's losing. <laughs> if Ember's, Ember's Moons. Moons. <laughs> if Ember's Moons are red, then she's losing. I'm very ill, I'm sorry. <laughs> Joke down in its ass. Okay. Uh, I'm laughing. Thank you. <laughs> hmm. Again, two very good choices. But in terms of gimmick, it's just because it's a package deal. Not only do you get Becky Lynch as the man on TV, but you also get Becky Lynch, the man on Twitter. It's 24-7, isn't it? Relentless. Yeah. And Velveteen Dream is actually costing himself work <laughs> by <laughs> with his Twitter. So, uh, yeah, stick with Becky Lynch and make it fairer for wow. Ross. So, the man. She's God. won two Coldies now? Two Coldies. Jesus. She's a double diddly. Oh. Double oh, diddly. Double diddlies for Becky Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody let her know, will you? <laughs> yeah, but not us. <laughs> Don't tag us in it. Now moving on, we come to Feud of the Year. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ooh. Jack, what was the best feud for you in um, 2018? I've gone for Gargano Champa in NXT. Cool, Ross, what did you pick? That's <laughs> fine. Give, give some description for the people who didn't see any of this. Gargano and Ciampa used to be best pals, and then in 2017, Ciampa turned on Gargano, but he was injured, so he went away for a while. And then he came back at Philadelphia just after Gargano had lost his title opportunity. Ciampa hit him with a crutch, and it was when the signature came on at the bottom of the screen as well, yeah. which you know is Ciampa's time to shine. Um, then Ciampa tormented Gargano. They had a trilogy of excellent matches. The first one was one of my favorite matches ever, I think. Second one was really good. Third one was still really good, but compared to the other two, I think looked weak in comparison. Right. But it was still a good match. Really good trilogy of matches. Um, Gargano won the first. Uh, he lost the second two and was gradually turning more and more evil out of just obsession and desperation. And now, very recently, on NXT, they look like they've reformed again. DIY are back. 
which I think is going to lead to some sort of double cross by Evil Gargano, and he's going to finally win the belt from Champa. But I don't know, that's just my guess. Um, I think it's been far more nuanced than a lot of things in WWE, and it's been wrestled by two really good wrestlers. So there you go. Near pressure, Ross. I've got to peel back the curtain, Matthew, because oh. on every other point apart from this one, it's a flipping shoot. But this one, I knew what he picked before I chose mine. So I said, right. I've got to be different. So Because I, th- I was going to pick uh, Gargano versus Champa as well. Uh, so I've gone for something different, and I've gone for Daniel Bryan against Needless Consumption. <laughs> I know it's only been going for three weeks at this point, but bloody hell, it's been good, hasn't it? Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, it has. Um, yeah, I don't know where to start with this one. What's he start with? He just goes after everything, doesn't he? Cows and methane. Uh, lights. Leather. Cars. <laughs> SUVs. Um, all the above. It's a very... It's a weird heel gimmick, but it's also very good. Also very fit of the times. But also shown that Vince McMahon's very outdated. <laughs> he <laughs> likes... <laughs> he doesn't like people who like meat. How dare he? It's like CM Punk's straight edge gimmick when he's a heel, isn't it? Yeah. It should be, in theory, a positive message to give the kids and that. But he's such a dick about it. I was like on SmackDown this week. He's going to the Fresno. You all... You, you're the top uh, consumption people in pollution or whatever. And they're all going, yeah! <laughs> we love pollution! Which shows it's working. So there you go. You see the picture of him looking at the scowling at the guy in the crowd who signed <laughs> yeah. like, this oh. sign wasted paper, and he's like, "It's <laughs> good." It's a lovely choice, and I'm glad you made the effort, Ross. However, yeah, Champa Gargano easily. I feel like I, mean, we, I feel like we both went for that one, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. you tried. Yeah, you gave it your all. You, <laughs> yeah, knew, yeah. you were the jobber who knew he was going to lose the brawn, but you still gave him a drop kick anyway. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> so like a diddler is you. God. <laughs> <Just> stop <bother. laughs> Now a tough diddly culty coming up. Now best major show, Ross. What have you got for us? Take over New Orleans. The best takeover ever, which is all you need to say in this particular argument, because takeovers as a whole, that hasn't been a bad one. And they've been good over three years, four years now. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's all that, I need to say. Just mind which one was that? New Orleans. Gargano Champa, the unsanctioned match. Mm-hmm. What else happened on that show? I've got the ladder blank. match. The, ladder the, ladder match, match. Uh, uh, the North American Championship opened that one. I think it was... Uh, Lars and... Almas and... Almas, Almas and, and Gargano, yeah. Almas, Almas and Black. Black. Not Almas and Black. Almas no. and Black. I, yeah, I, 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 you, know, <laughs> you know when people just say... <laughs> you know when people just say, what's the best show? And you just go, that one. That's what I've gone here, but I've forgotten what actually happened there. I've no, you, you mentioned I've all the ones. Yeah, yeah. I've believed it's hard and long for so long. I've just gone for it. So there you go. That's fine. That's a very, very good pick. Unconvincing argument, I know, but I've got there in the end. <laughs> um... I've also gone for Takeover New Orleans. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was really good for all the reasons yeah. that Ross said. Um, should I just, it was the show of the year. <laughs> should I just mention a couple of close runners-up, like runners up, in my opinion? Yeah, just what was your second one? Dominion, New Japan. Omega Okada oh, okay. for the big hour-long one. I know some oh. people didn't like the length, but it was good. Um, the width was good. <laughs> I think that was also Osprey and Takahashi and stuff. Really good, really good show. What well, are you wow. deciding here? <laughs> I'm trying to think who's got the most votes so if I make it balanced. So. War Games came close as well, didn't yeah, it? War Games was really good. Mm. Yeah. Any takeover was class. Yeah. But New Orleans was especially good. Okay. Uh, I'll give it to Ross because <laughs> he listed some of the matches. So Ross... And also got some wrong. Uh, get it. There is you. <laughs> You've knocked oh, off the God, thing. Oh, God. statue's no, broken. No, not, not the not yellow submarine has not broken. Oh, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Oh, another fun one to debate. Match of the year. 
What? What? What do you want? Your match of the year. Is it me first? It is. I'm Sorry. looking at you. Um, I just mentioned the show it was on, actually. I've gone for Omega Ricardo 4 from Dominion in June. It divided opinion more than a lot of matches online. Some people oh, by this really? point. I saw some people complaining because it did go over an hour. It was very long. It is difficult to watch unless you've got a free hour. Right. Um, but it was, it was, it had to be because it was the culmination of this like epic feud that had gone on for the past year and a half. And in 2017, Omega and Okada put on three excellent matches. Uh, and this year, they only met like once, and it was a thing. Anyway, but they only met once for the title, and it was. Um, Two or three falls. Okada won the first fall with like a just a roll up. He just caught Omega unaware. So Omega had to beat him twice to win. It was really dramatic, and he did so. And then he celebrated with his best mates in the ring, Ibushi and the Bucks and all that. And Okada then sold the loss so well, he dyed his hair red, went a bit weird, started bringing balloons out of the ring, and made it look like an important loss because he'd lost the belt. He went a bit off the rails for a while. Whereas Omega has just sort of steadily grown. Will he keep it at Wrestle Kingdom? Who bloody knows? What a match that was. Oh, that's a good choice. But we know that Jay White will beat Okada, so it's okay. Okay. <laughs> I think I've lost here, Matthew. <clears throat> Go on, Ross. If that's the best match from New Japan, that promotion is known for good matches, isn't it? If you want a good match, that's, that's where you, you go, isn't it? But I'm going to go for the main event from New Orleans. Gargano. Do you which one it was? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two main reasons for my pick here. First of all, you have the man in the crowd starting on... Uh, Tommaso Ciampa, which I just have both fantastic. Added something different to the match. And second, the finish, the way that Johnny sat down, fakied him, as uh, Ray, uh, Ray Mysterio, Rio Ferdinand from World Cup Windups would say. I've just confused Ray Mysterio and Rio <laughs> Ferdinand there. Um, Ray wouldn't be a very good centre-half. No, he wouldn't be. He's too small. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he'd be a great full-back, though. Um, Grab this as show of the not year. With those, back. Not with those knees, he wouldn't. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Johnny sits down next to Tommaso. They do that little cruise. Was it the Cruiserweight Classic where they did that sit-down thing? And yeah. Little heart back to that moment. The arc continues to be arky. Um, <laughs> and then the finish, obviously, with the knee brace coming off uh, Tommaso's knee and getting locked down for the, the Gargano yeah. escape. Gargano knew he was coming, didn't he? Like, yeah. sat back. Great. Oh. Lovely. Man, those are two tough choices. <laughs> as much as I would love to pick Okada Omega yeah uh, and get some love from the puro loving people on twitter yeah uh ross nearly made me fall off my chair laughing from his description <laughs> of match of the year so i'm gonna biasly pick him diddly as you promotion of the year brought to you by ross next nxt Many, many stories, well, not many, many stories, but there's a few stories that have just gone on for a long, long time, which you just wouldn't see on the main roster in WWE. And as I said before, that's where I watch me wrestling um, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of feel bad just sitting here going, oh, I don't watch anywhere else. I feel like a dick, but, you know, I like to get away from wrestling when I'm not mm. working. Um, but, yeah, what can you say? I, I know I've said this many times. Might be because I'm slightly pissed off one kind of Strongbow Dark Roots, but here we go. Um, many good stories. Different in the way, as Jack said before, the authority figures. You don't get sick of seeing them. You actually think, oh, something's going to kick off here. Something big's going to happen. They do people right, like Nikki Cross, ascended to be the centerpiece for two months, three months, was it? It was a long time, wasn't it? But somehow they kept the interest up. That was a lot to do with Regal, but you wouldn't see that anywhere on the main roster in WWE. So, yeah, they just do think. You look at WWE's main roster, and you look at NXT, and you think, why don't they do what NXT do? Yeah. 
And that's a that's a big compliment. Triple H is a big Good legend. People. Yeah. Um, I've also gone for NXT as well. So oh, right. it, I'll, <laughs> I'll mention a few. But why have you picked NXT? For the same reasons. Oh. I'll, I'll mention another prom- other promotions that were good as well, if you want, just to pad it out a bit. Oh, go on then. New Japan was really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Evolve was good. Um, OTT was meant to be quite good. I haven't seen too much of their stuff this year. but And um, I'll just... Oh, God, I've just realised I've done a massive mistake. What? Have you? Five-star wrestling. Oh, yeah, five-star Oh, no. Yeah, oh, yeah. right. Have you got to change your thing? <laughs> yeah, since he's got NXT, I'll go five-star. <laughs> oh. Okay. Where do we start? The Tampa Snap Championship. <laughs> English line, Eddie Ryan. Yeah. Bram's was, cameos. Wait, wait, wait. What was that on Twitter he's, today? Oh, was that actually match, him? He had a match in NXT, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he okay. came out and I, I didn't hear it, but uh, Richard Tubman next door to me in the office had it on. He goes, "The pop was amazing." <laughs> you got that brother love pop. Right. Yeah, he lost to Fabian Eichner. Good showing from English. Good five minute match it was. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, from top to bottom, five star was spectacular, and I got to see it in the flesh, which you know, <laughs> I haven't seen NXT in the flesh since Orlando last year, so yeah, it's a long time ago. Fantastic. Mm, it's put me in an awkward position. I can't, are I we can't going believe. For, are we I going for respectable? Sorry, I just can't believe I saw Rob Van Dam versus Zach Gibson in 2018 as well. That's that's a dream come true from Five Star Wrestling there. The Masters of Cool. The Masters of Cool. There's another the one. The best tag team. They're actually, if we were, we're not doing tag team in the year, are we? But if we were, they'd have won. Manny Mayhem for most improved. <laughs> Bless him. Yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, NXT. <laughs> oh, yeah, NXT. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that, that uh, other company. Oh, before we end that, actually, I can guess who yours would be. Yours would be WXW, wouldn't it? It would be, fair yes. Fair enough, yeah, fair. Good chance. We should do yours at the end as a quick fire turn. Yeah, let's straight, do off, that. straight off the top of your head. Yeah, because the then people can go, I don't want to watch this and switch <laughs> off. That's a good choice. <laughs> but now, do we go for. Because I want to pick five star. <laughs> but it's brought us a lot of joy this year. It on has. This podcast, but it, it, this is it? very self you know, congratulatory going, yeah, five star. Going, what are you talking about, you idiot? <laughs> How long were they running for this? Like two months out of the 12 or something? Maybe less? It felt like a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, because they had cancelled shows, but they ended up running, but not that frequent. They so. ran a show in Belfast despite a snowstorm, but no one turned up. Yeah, the beast from the east. El Patron got there in his Real Madrid scarf. <laughs> that was good. He wrestled Jody Fly. Anyway, I'll, let's, let's, let's rein in the five-star talk. No, I'm, I'm going to think about the, the Cultaholic brand, which is still on WTV to this day. We have this show an advert for 2K19. Yeah, yeah. So, no, NXT. NXT. If, if the five-star wrestling game comes out, then we'll do this. Do a redo. If they, the director's they, cut of this. When they show, you know, the show adverts for 2K and our little quote comes up. If they show an advert for NXT, we can just put almost as good as five-star. 4.5-star. <laughs> <laughs> And now, the most important, even more important than the Eddie Ryan Award is Wrestler of the Year. Maybe it should be called the English Lightning Award. <laughs> even though it probably won't go to an Englishman for quite... It might do. It might, yeah, well, I'm just talking bollocks now. I am. Uh, <laughs> also forgetting to do the did. Yeah, cheers. The did. The did. That was a different kids, name for it each time. The kids will call them. Oh, did you see Becky Lynch two-time did? <laughs> Two dids there. People bringing in signs, holic signs. <laughs> Two-time diddies going, what? <laughs> Is that our abbreviation? Like they've got HOF for Hall of Fame, we've got the did for diddlies. Yeah. We'll take that. The did. Welcome to the did. Stop talking, Wait, What's Ross. going on? What's this? I'm just filling air time. I'm waiting for someone else to talk. I know, I'm like, I'm like, Sorry. I don't talk I thought you were the... doing a bit. No, I'm not. Right. I'm just rambling, trying to fill some noise. Jack. Yes. Wrestler of the Year, well, in your eyes. I mean, I've done a series 
to find out my favourite wrestler of the year, so I can't not say Will Ospreay, who is top of the league table. No one can catch him. And I'm sure I'm going to get a lot of hate for that because everyone got sick of me giving him points. But he had loads of excellent matches this year against a variety of opponents. Riddle, Walter, all the juniors in New Japan. He's now bulking up. Maybe he's going to go... Oh, excuse me, little bird. Maybe he's going to go heavyweight and wrestle somewhere like the big lads. He wrestled Okada this year as well. That was a good match. And he's just had another five-star match at the time of recording just last week. A tag match alongside Tanahashi against Ibushi and Omega. The Golden Lovers. If this was just... A lot of people are like, but how can you say Osprey's wrestler of the year when like Omega's had more spectacular matches or whatever? But it's not just his New Japan work. He's had great matches in Ireland. He's had great matches over WrestleMania weekend, that sort mm. of thing. Wrestles a lot, and a lot of his wrestling's good. Um, he obviously gets criticised for not really taking it easy, any of, any of his matches, no matter how small the crowd is. But it makes for some fantastic wrestling. That's Will Ospreay's my nomination. You had a great match with me as well on Straight to Hell on the Cultaholic YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. I like that you turned around after he whipped you. What? What? Osprey whipped you. Oh, he chopped me. No, he went because the ring ropes broke. Oh, with his he glove. he blamed you. Oh, he was slapping with his glove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it a glove? Oh, I thought, I thought it was actually You've got to sleep one night after watching that and dreamt it <laughs> on something, haven't you? No, I, <laughs> the way he was doing that, I thought he was like was, literally whipping you with no. the ring ropes that were... Oh, okay. It was a glove, and then I fell down on the floor. I didn't know what he was going to do. My whole brief before that promo was just, um, come here. That was it. So he was like, I'm going to slap you around a bit. Is that okay? And I was like, yeah. And then he slapped me about. I fell down on the floor, and then he jumped on my chest or on my stomach, but it didn't hurt. It was amazing. It was like a feather. It was incredible. And afterwards, once the cameras had stopped, I went, how did you do that? How did it not hurt? And he went, because I'm gentle. And then he ran away. I was like... Was run away? <laughs> yeah, was. Like a little mystical, mystical well, pixie. Osprey's <laughs> quite a hyper man. If you ever see him running around backstage at a wrestling show, which is a hive of activity, he's just sort of like a little sprite. Just kind of, oh, where am I going? Oh, ringside. And so so saying Osprey gave you a move and it didn't hurt. Are you telling Don't us do. that wrestling's <laughs> fake? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, with Osprey, the man to beat, what have you got for us, Ross? Seth Rollins Ooh. has wrestled a lot of matches this year, hasn't he? I know his knee went pop 2015, end of 2015, but this year he's been bloody indestructible, I think. Mm. What can you say? Did an hour, mm. well, more than an hour in February on Raw. Mm. Many good matches. Many matches against Dolph Ziggler, but, you know, we'll forget about that. But many good matches all the same. And I'm not somebody who actually likes Seth Rollins that much. But this year, he's killed. I mean, yeah, he, like, this as is, I've said. is a baby face. Uh, this is the year where it sort of dropped, the pennies dropped with people, because I never got it yeah. when he returned for like the, the first, however long it was, a year and a bit. And then this year when they've just booked him as the guy who tries really hard and then shows mm. how good he is time and time again. So you can't really say anything otherwise, can you? Mm. And he's the number one good guy on Raw now by default. Yeah. Because everyone else is either injured or not there. Or heel. Everyone's a heel now. Baddies. Oh, what's a baddie? Is that like a diddler? Oh, my God. Anyway. <sighs> In certain circles. Osprey or Raw. Mm-hmm. Osprey or Rollins. Osprey or Daddy or Chips. Oh, my God. Joe's not a nomination. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm touching that one. Um, <laughs> oh. Reputation of Cultaholic is in your hands. Oh, no. I know, right? Uh, this will be in the dirt sheets Well, I didn't week. do the Omega Okada thing, so the balance of scales... I'll be nice to say Seth Rollins is second and Osprey's first. <laughs> out of two. Uh, Diddley is you. <laughs> oh, yeah, out of two. Good That's right. So, hey, second's a hell of a place to place. Ah, oh, man, that was tough. We've I'm reached the end. We have reached the end. Well, I'm going to take this, Matthew, before oh, okay. we wrap this up and just say to you, who's your most underrated wrestler of the year? Quick now, come on. 
Timothy Thatcher. Most improved. Everyone's great. Quick now. The time is ticking. Becky Lynch. Ooh. Most charismatic. Walter. Best non-wrestler. Jim Smallman. Ooh. Best gimmick. Chris Thompson in his sink. Feud of the year. What? Chris Thompson in his sink? Not that Chris Thompson. Oh, right. Oh, it's the, oh no, Liam Thompson. There you go. I've, I've actually have to delete tweets in the past. <laughs> I've typed out Chris Thompson rather than Liam Thompson. Oh, you idiot! Is he a Scottish lad? Yes. Has, yeah. Yeah, yeah both of them. Feud of the year. Me and the cultaholic YouTube comments. <laughs> Best major show. Best what? Major show. Oh, major show. Oh. Dub X Dub sixteen carat. Night two. <laughs> Match of the year. Ilya Dragunov versus Volta versus Bad Bones. <laughs> Promotion of the year. Volta. <laughs> Wrestler of the R. Volta. Okay. Also, there we go. Vol- the Volta's this should have been called. Find Diddley's and Colties. The Volta's of the year. I enjoyed that. That was fun. More analy- more analytical than normal. Yeah. Yes. I can't talk anymore. It's good. No, 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 us can talk here <laughs> at the prestigious Colter Diddley Volta first ever <laughs> annual. Yeah, this we'll have heads printed out next year, Volta. Unless you get signed. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get this better organised next year. We tried to get some trophies, but we uh, we missed the prime cut off yesterday. Oh, so that's fine. That's where we are. Yeah. We got that yellow submarine stead, which if you open it up, whoa! <laughs> the, Beatles oh. the Beatles are in there. They've all come to play. They're not B- all dead. B- Corey B- Graves. Team, go, go, go! <laughs> Corey Graves think they're all dead. Yeah. What did he say a couple of weeks ago? And Roy's like, they're, they're going to all join uh, Ringo. No, he thought Ringo was dead, but Ringo was not dead. No, Ringo was the voice of my childhood. Thomas, Thomas the Tank, Tank Engine. Not anymore on the new animated crap. But anyway, let's wrap this up. Anyway, we're talking too much. Thank you very much for joining us here this very prestigious night. Hope you dressed up for the occasion. This has been Ross. Thank you, Matthew. This has been Jack. Cheers, Matthew. These have been the Diddlers. Thank you very much. That's controversial. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 